T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I just caught and Roberts, Keith McPherson sitting in, and I, I remember watching it. I was at spring training. I guess the timing fits. And I went to a bar in Port St. Lucie, Florida. And Craig has made fun of me for this. It's where I admitted I made believe I was a different person. I created a new name, a new job, and I was hanging out with the old folks down in Florida. But it was a basketball game between the New York Knicks in 2013. They had a great year that year. They won 54 games. And they were playing the Golden State Warriors. And Steph Curry had, like, this incredible signature garden performance. It was 10 years ago today. And he dropped 54. And what was even more magical than him dropping 54 is that he played every minute of the game. He duranted it, except it was a regular season game. It wasn't a playoff game. And Curry was unbelievable. And I'm at this bar rooting so passionately for the Golden State Warriors because of my, because uh, I'm a small little man. What can I tell you? <laughs> I, admit, I, my, uh... I hate the Knicks. What do you want from me? And every Curry three was like magic. It was a garden moment. But what people will forget to tell you is what I know. The Knicks won the game. They did. They beat the Warriors that night by four. But Steph was the hero. It's like It was like a Rocky movie. Mm-hmm. They lost the battle, but they kind of won the war. And I, I saw an article written about it earlier today. Uh, I think it was the big lead. Talking about how this kind of elevated Steph Curry to a new heights. And when you go back to his resume, it sort of makes sense, Keith. Because early in his career... He was good, but he couldn't stay healthy. Always had those ankle issues. Was never an all-star. First four years of his career, which is amazing. And then that year was when Steph took off. And that game was the performance that really changed basketball. Because I've noticed that even walking around, my kid's learning basketball. He goes to basketball practice. Steph Curry's the most popular jersey. Yeah. And it ain't close. Yeah. And the Nets just had Durant and Irving. And the Knicks are the Knicks. And it doesn't matter. It's Steph Curry. And that game, 10 years ago today apparently was like the springboard to the greatness and the popularity that we have seen from Steph. Yeah, the world's most famous arena for others to do great things, right? It's the place that others come in and uh, they ball out. And, uh, you know, Steph, they always say the Knicks could have drafted him. And I know I've been to Barclays Center and seen how these kids show up in Curry jerseys when the Warriors are here. It's just like he's their guy, right? We used to shoot baskets and yell, Kobe. They say Curry, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They they want to be Steph. He has changed the game. These young kids want to shoot threes. And I don't know. He, he's one of one. There's never going to be another guy that can shoot like him. But, uh, yeah, it, no one is no one is worried about the fact that the uh, Knicks won the game, right? Same with uh, Amazing, I, was, right? I was at the game when Odell Beckham Jr. had that catch against the Dallas Cowboys. Des Bryant had the winning catch. He caught the touchdown to win the game. 
But nobody cares about it. Nobody remembers that. They right. just recreated that with Michael B. Jordan. Such a great moment. They lost the game. It was I, on Sunday Night Football. And they lost the game. There's so much of that. I'll give you a Nick Net one. It's before our time, but it always makes me laugh. Bernard King's 60-point game on Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's like, wax the poetic about from Nick fans. They lost to the Nets that <laughs> night. Yeah, but you see the clips forever. <laughs> right. It's a and magical it, moment. That uh, It wasn't that magical in the time. It was cool, but they lost. Well, yeah, because when you walk out of that arena, that like, if you're a Nick fan, and I'm kind of defending you on this, and you were out the Garden 10 years ago today, you walked that, out of that arena saying, yeah, Steph was amazing, but you walked out of that arena a winner. That's what, that's what you remember. You yeah. remember if you won or you lost, but history has a different take on it. Curry is fascinating because it's not about debating who's better, him versus anybody. It's irrelevant. That's not the argument. He's beloved. That's the point. He's changed the game. Kids love him. So it's not, is Steph better than LeBron? It's not breaking down championships or breaking down stats. It's nothing to do with that. It's Steph Curry of our generation is the most beloved NBA figure. He's an icon. He's an icon. And we don't add him into the conversation that we were just having two weeks ago when LeBron broke the all-time scoring record. And some people are saying, hey, I don't know now. I think he jumps Jordan with this. Like, if that is what... Did it for you? I don't know. But we don't put Steph in the conversation when we talk about the greatest of all time. Because he got, doesn't need to be. He's got you know four I mean? rings. He's He's got the most threes. And he's got, like like we're we're talking about right now, he's got that thing about him that this generation looks at him as the guy. He's an icon. And, like, we don't have to put him in our debate. That's the it's thing. It's actually not debatable. Steph is a rare player. He changed the way that you can defend. He plays. He changed the way that kids play. Kids hundred percent. Like they shoot the ball and and they don't realize like <laughs> it took him a long time to get that good at shooting the ball. You're not going to be able uh-huh. to do that in uh, you know seventh grade rec hoops. But, but it doesn't stop us from trying. And, <laughs> and I've noticed this. It was like a few weeks ago. I was just shooting baskets and I'm terrible. I admit it. And there was a part of me that said I want to go to the logo. And I'm only going to the logo because Steph Curry made it cool. That's the only reason uh, an old man like myself three. that would go to that logo and say, I want to be like Steph. And that's the truth. Like, it doesn't matter if he's a top five player, top 10 player, top 15 player. That ain't the discussion. That's not even the debate. It's his impact is greater than anyone else of this era. And that includes LeBron because he changed the way kids want to play basketball. And he's incredibly loved, too. That's the other thing that's interesting. You know, in this day and age, there are two sides to people. Like, Mm -hmm. I hate LeBron. I love LeBron. I hate this guy. I love this guy. Curry's one of those rare breeds where most people love him or they don't dislike him. Like, if you don't love Steph, you're probably not a Steph hater. And I know they had, uh, you know, they had that whole, like, internet phase of F Steph Curry. And, you know, there were some viral videos. But that is Wardell Curry's son. Right, we knew of him young. He his dad was a professional ball player. Uh, even fast forward to now, he's a family man. He's got three kids, a wife. You almost never hear anything bad about him. He's just a great basketball player that has done it time and time. We got March Madness coming up. Think about Davidson oh, yeah. and his impact there. He went to David's, Davidson. It's a story of an underdog, right? He shouldn't really been looked at as an underdog. His dad was in the league, right? but he was undersized, and he always had to prove it. He even dropped in the NBA draft where the Knicks didn't take him because he still had to prove well, it. Well, they missed him by one, in fairness. They were going to Johnny take him. Johnny Flynn? 
uh, who went before him? Well, the Knicks were ready to take him, and then he was selected by Golden State, and then the Knicks took uh, Jordan Hill, if I'm not mistaken. So this wasn't... That was what it was, Yeah, yes. it wasn't the Knicks messing up. I mean, the only mess up, I guess it you could argue, is It better tra- to act like the, the Knicks passed on it. <laughs> yes. Well, we always love taking shots, but in this case, <laughs> they, they were waiting. They were waiting for him to get there. Missed opportunity. I think you hit on it, though. I think what... Makes him who he is that, unfortunately, Kobe didn't have, LeBron didn't have, Michael didn't have, is even though Steph Curry is six foot two, and that's what he's listed at, is he six one? Maybe. Is he six foot? He's Maybe. He's small. And so, even though I'm certainly not six two, most of us look at Steph Curry and see ourselves and say, well, we can do that. Now, obviously, we can't. I get that. But I think the height is what drew him into a lot of people and drives him into a lot of kids, where they look at Steph Curry and say, that's me. I can be that guy. Because to be 6'7", to be 6'10", you got to get lucky, right? Yeah. You have to well, you have genetics. to just get you those genes, most right? most times if you're going to even get close to that. Yeah, you can't look at Shaq and say, yeah, that's me. But you can look at Steph but Curry? But you can look at Steph and think in your mind that if you shoot enough and you have enough reps that you can get your shot to his level, you can't. No one can. No, nobody can. And he's an all-time great player. But that was 10 years ago today when he had that 54-point game against the Knicks. And they lost. And the Knicks were tremendous that year. Melo had a big night. I think he scored like 35, 38, whatever it was. What I remember about that night, watching at the bar, is that Jason Kidd was on the Knicks that year. And he had a great year, including hitting a game-winning three against the Nets earlier in the season. And you can look this up. Jason Kidd scored zero points in that game. And I don't know why that's just hard to do. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> well, Darren Williams was able to do it in a playoff game, so it happens. But Jason Kidd scored zero points in that game, and Melo was huge, and I think J.R. Smith had a big night, something like that, and they pulled it out. And so they ended up getting the last laugh and winning that game, but that was almost the coming out party for Steph Curry at Madison Square Garden. So are you foreshadowing you expect Jason Tatum to go off tonight? By the way, goodbye to SNY. Thank you, Grubhub. We will see you tomorrow. Go ahead. Are you expecting a 40, 50 point performance from Jason Tatum? I mean, I just, we were just in the, in the break looking up the fan duel stuff. I was surprised the spread is only two and a half. It's two and a half. So I guessed off air to Keith. I said, so Jalen's out, just so anyone who doesn't realize it. Jalen Brown is not playing personal reasons. I hope everything's okay with him. And I guessed four and a half, Boston minus four and a half. Still be favorites, still the best team in the world. You still have Jason Tatum, you still have Marcus Smart. They'll be four and a half. You're right. Lower than I thought, only two and a half. I think uh, there's a couple of things here and why I give the Knicks an excellent chance to win this game. Number one, the way they're playing. I mean, you've got two guys, Julius Randle specifically recently, has played at superstar level. Uh, What he did in that game against Washington, I thought small things too because the 46 is always going to jump out at people. He made his free throws late. He didn't do that last year. He made a huge, huge pass to Mitchell Robinson under the basket with like eight seconds to go. So he made a smart basketball play. He did that. So he's been playing like high IQ basketball, which I haven't said a lot about Julius over the years. Obviously, Jalen Brunson has been fantastic. Even R.J. Barrett played well Saturday night against the Pelicans, Mm -hmm. even though he wasn't on the floor to close out the game against Washington. And that's because Josh Hart's been making winning plays. And Josh Hart's going to be on the floor. So number one, the way the Knicks are playing, we have to respect, and I do respect, I'll take my shots, and I'll say I hate them. But I also, and you do it too, we got to call out what we see on the floor. They're playing excellent basketball. And Josh Hart has added that winning, smart ingredient that they really needed. And even though Cam Reddish is doing fine in Portland, who gives a damn? It doesn't freaking matter. Yeah, Josh Hart fits this team. 
So they're playing really good basketball. Yeah, it's a combination of things for me. I mean, it, it takes 40, 50 games. This is a different team than we saw last year. The Jalen Brunson effect. You're talking about Julius Randle making high IQ plays. I think watching enough of Jalen Brunson, he seems to make a lot of the right plays. Oh, God, That's yeah. rubbed off on these guys. You get Mitchell Robinson back. You get the addition of a Josh Hart via trade. I think that guy just alone has brought in so much energy. He plays hard. Uh, the other night when he wasn't scoring, he was affecting the game, stealing the ball, getting rebounds, like hustling. Well, that, that dive didn't... on the court late in the Washington game, yeah, was... that's infectious. That's Josh Hart right there. That's infectious, though. You see a guy going for it like that, how can you chill? How can you not bring it as well? And so it's like the whole team is taking that mentality on. It, it took time, and now this is a measuring stick for them, right? I think the Boston Celtics are winning the finals this year. I don't know if I've said that on air, I but I've felt that since last year. That they were just, you know, they they can't wait for it to be June. Yeah. They're trying to get there fast and not lose anybody, not let anything change. We're about to watch the Knicks in Madison Square Garden against the Celtics. If you remember, the whole bing bong, that happened after they beat the oh, Celtics oh, in the Garden. I'm aware, Keith. <laughs> you <laughs> mentioned the, the NBA night. playing multiple overtimes. <laughs> yeah, Those fans sat through multiple overtimes and they flooded the streets. Yes, I... Uh... I was there that night, Keith. I did not have a good time. <laughs> so it's a measuring stick to see how Bing good. Bong. Bing oh, bong. Thanks, yeah. Hey, Kevin Durant. <laughs> Bing bong. Don't you wish you signed with the name? Real quick, and we'll get back to the Snicks thoughts. And we'll get to some of your calls. The countdown to 1,800 hours is brought to you by 1,800 Tequila, whether it's 6 p.m. or 1,800 hours. 1,800 Tequila redefines tequila time. 1,800 Tequila, the best taste in tequila. 1,800 tequila, 40% alcohol by volume, Proximo Spirits, Jersey City, New Jersey. Please celebrate responsibly. Not only did they win that night, and and granted, the Celtics early last year didn't feel like a championship team. They felt like a team that was going to consider blowing the whole thing up. Like, that was actually a thought in December of a year ago, and then obviously it all came together. We saw what they did against the Nets. We saw what they did the rest of their playoff run and came very close to winning an NBA title. But even this season, The Knicks have shown you, to their credit, they can play with them. And, you know, we've seen that really over the last three years. In the last nine games they've played against Boston, dating back to 2021, and you know how we've done, the Nets haven't beat them. I think, is it 10 or 11 now? It's about to be 11 soon because we face them coming up. I'm looking ahead to this week. It's going to be 11, spoiler alert. But in the last nine games, the Knicks have played the Celtics. They're 5-4. and In the last four games, they've played at Madison Square Garden against the Celtics. They're 3-1. and one. They've played them tough. They've played them tight. And even without Jalen Brown tonight, which of course means the Celtics aren't at full strength, this is still a test. This is still a, okay, how good is this team? Because with all due respect, and I, and I, I try to mean this with respect, there are some Knicks fans who you just can't take seriously. Because when they have any kind of success they go overboard. And I, mm-hmm. by the way, I understand that. I'm a Met fan, right? We do the same thing sometimes. The Jets, we do the same thing. You get a little bit of success, and you think, oh, my God, we can win this the whole thing. This is it. Thing. Like Lugie. I, Lugie's a good dude. I, I'm not really here to pick on you. But you are. Go ahead. But I am, Keith. <laughs> you didn't bring up the Giants? Because no, because the other day about the Knicks, he says to me, Evan, they can win the whole damn thing. And I said, excuse BT me. BT said that? That's, is that going, that's going around like this uh, flu going around. Because they're... And I look, I just want to hug Lugie and BT. I want to give him a big hug. I get it. They're excited. Like, I'm not I'm not angry at them for that, but we all know that's naive. 
Yeah, come on. They, they're not Look, winning the NBA Finals. What are you doing over there? But they should be in the playoffs, not even the play-in now. That's right. You just said that they play well against the Celtics. Giannis is banged up. Give me the team in the East besides those top two that the Knicks can't beat in they're a series. They're not beating Philadelphia. They could beat Philadelphia in a Why? series. Because they, they can. Beat, I don't think they're beating Cleveland, by the way. I was about to say, they're most likely going to run into Cleveland. Okay, well, they could beat Cleveland in a series for sure. If well, Donovan goes nuts. No, can't be for sure about <laughs> yeah, they this can. stuff. Bro, Jalen and Randall both cooking. You just said no, Josh Hart, dog, no. gives them another How element. did Julius look in the postseason two years ago. Bro, but that go? is the number one option. Now he's the number two. Brunson's going to be the guy down the stretch. It's not, they're not going to hang their hat on Julius. It's going to be Brunson. Look, who it we've helps seen having well Jalen Brunson on the floor. Helps. But Derek it's Rose played help. his ass off during that series yeah, that 40 year. 40 years old he and he wore down. Jalen Brunson's not going to wear down like Derek Rose did. Come if on, you're going to beat Cleveland, if you're going to beat Boston or Milwaukee or any of these teams you're dreaming of beating of, Julius Randle can't just be bailed out by Jalen he Brunson. To he's got series. a ball like the way he has but, this season. Right, which the way he has. He's balled all year, and in that spot, all the pressure's not going to be on him. Julius is way better as the number two, number three option where he could do his thing. Jalen is the top guy. Listen, so then it's going to go to R.J. Barrett. What R.J. Barrett are you getting for that well, that's, series? Well, that's a good well, point. And is R.J. <laughs> Barrett even going to be on the floor in crunch time? No, like Josh Hart not against a, Washington. How about IQ? He's been awesome. He's probably the sixth man of the year, so he can play big minutes. As a perimeter defender, he's been trying He's been playing very yeah, good. I'm not ripping this guy. I'm merely saying to you and to all some of your brethren, not all of them. Well, you're being dismissive. They're yeah. condescending, and frankly, no, but, but, I don't like it. How and Nick do fans we go like from this season, will the Knicks make the playoffs, to they can win it all? Like That's what people were Things honestly change. talking about with the Knicks issue. <laughs> Things change. <laughs> Josh Hart. We don't have to go through the Nets anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, Things change with the Nets completely. This is a whole new season from what Nets oh, fans expected. God. But I remember people taking bets on whether they make the playoffs, play in, or just n- not at all. Well, okay, so a couple of things. If you don't make, if you're in the play-in tournament, you have not made the playoffs. Let's just clarify the verbiage here, okay? If you're in the play-in tournament, you have an opportunity yeah. to make the playoffs. If you win your game or games, you make the playoffs. But when you are a 7 through 10 seed, you have not, not in the playoffs. You're not in the playoffs. So as far as the Knicks are concerned right now, they've opened themselves up a two and a half game lead over Miami for seven, who they're going to see a lot of. They're going to see Miami a couple of times. Now, for whatever reason, the Heat are trending in the worst direction possible. They've lost four in a row. They've looked like a mess. So the Knicks and Nets have kind of garnered this cushion over Miami. Atlanta is who I'd watch out for. Atlanta and Toronto are the two teams on the rise right now in the East. Quinn Snyder's taking over in Atlanta which is only going to help this team. And they look better with Joe Prunty anyway, taking over for Nate McMillan. And Toronto's trending the right way. The deal for Jakob Pertl has been tremendous for them. So you got to keep an eye on those two teams rising. I would feel real good if I'm the Knicks that you're going to avoid the play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. I will absolutely agree with that. And a part of that is the struggles the Nets are going through. If the Knicks beat the, uh, the Celtics tonight, and I give them a chance... They jump ahead of the Nets. And then, by the way, the Nets play the Bucks tomorrow, who have won 14 games in a row. Spoiler alert, it's going to be 15. Yeah. So the Nets are probably going into Wednesday night's game at the Garden behind the Knicks, tied in the loss column. And if the Knicks win that game, they're probably going to take the tiebreaker, and now they've passed the Nets. And I expect not to be negative. I don't think you and I are trying to be negative. We're being honest. The Knicks are going to pass the Nets now. After this weekend, I am convinced of it. And it's not being negative. So for any Nets fans listening that hear myself and Evan talk, it's just the reality that we're in. This season got detonated. You can blame Kyrie. Like This is a whole new Nets world. 
the Nets world has been built. It exists. There are more fans. It's funner. Um, it's it's more fun to be a Nets fan now than it was. But you got to realize that you don't have any superstars. You don't have the team that you had. They're building. They're figuring it out on the fly. They have to come together, and there ain't a lot of time left. They're not coming together in that short period of time. It's just not enough time for you to really think that this team is going to even be able to tread water. And that was the hope, right? I put out there all they have to do to be better than Katie and Kyrie's last season, full season with the Nets is not be a playing team. And I think they're obviously going to be a playing team. But all they have to do is win one playoff game after making the playoffs, and you've done better than KD and Kyrie did it last year being swept by the Celtics. I, like, I'm like i optimistic all the time. I just don't. I wouldn't bet a dollar on that. I don't think it's going to happen. It's tough. There are other teams with star players, right? The Bulls. We were at that Bulls game. We thought they were going to close us out, and I've mentioned this a few times. DeRozan, King of the Fourth, mm-hmm. that's a nickname. Levine, we're sitting there. We're watching them. They're making shots. They're still playing defense. They had it coming. Friday night, the Bulls. On their oh, floor, God. we're ready for the Nets. The, <sighs> the Nets now have an uphill battle, and it's it's part of all of this in New York. For you Knicks fans listening, enjoy it, right? We understand you've had a lot of struggle. You've had a lot of bad days, a lot of bad seasons. But right now, you have a team you can get excited about, and I don't want to rain on your parade telling you that you're not going to win the finals. That's just reality. But, you know, take the wins where you can get them. You are about to pass the Brooklyn Nets in the standings. If you beat the Nets this week, you're going to party. That's gonna no be, doubt. That's going to be two in a row after the Nets had and, nine in a row. And two in a row is going to be a lot. And, and if you beat the Nets on Wednesday, and God, I hope they don't, but I expect it, it is almost like a mortal lock you're passing the Nets for good. Because the one saving grace the Nets have going into Wednesday is the tiebreaker. And if they could beat the Knicks, not only is it a game in the standings, but it's also assuring that Brooklyn has the tiebreaker. They lose that game. You go to the next tiebreaker, which the Knicks are probably going to win, plus the game in the standings. That's a wrap. But right now, if you're a Knicks fan, you should be giddy. You should feel good. And I think the five seed is a very reasonable goal. It's almost an expectation at this point. And, yeah, I'd say this. You would feel like you have a puncher's chance or a much better chance against Cleveland than you would against Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and Boston. No, I'm not, I'm not putting no Philly. I'm not putting Philly in the class of the Bucks and the Celtics. I'm just not. But I'm wait. not. Bro, you've beaten the Sixers no, one time in the last that, like, But I'm eight talking years. about a playoff series. I'm not putting them in the class of the Celtics and the Bucks. I understand. I'm all Why respect- not? They have a they have a coach. Yeah. They have two superstars. Wow, well, they have one superstar in James Harden. That's what I would say. Well, Joel well, Embiid. Oh, oh, and oh, that's oh, what I'm saying. Embiid's the superstar. Oh, and okay, Harden. okay. I, oh, I thought you said, no, 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 said no, no. in James no, no, Harden. No, no, no. I'm like, no, Embiid is no, no, the guy. No, they got one superstar and James Harden. Harden's got a lot to prove, especially in the playoffs. Not exactly a guy gonna, when he I, was the I top dog. I think he's going to turn it on in the playoffs. You just went off about Julius Randle. I don't worry about. He's got Jalen Brunson now with James Harden. It's like the guy's a playoff loser. Ev, hold on a second. If you have Randle and Brunson versus Harden and Bede, I'll take my chances. I'm just saying, I'll take my chances. I think I can win that series. I don't want to see the Knicks against the Sixers. That is my personal hell. Because you have nobody to win. No, no. I'll tell you exactly what I would sign for right now. And Knicks fans, you would definitely sign for it. I would absolutely sign for this. I'm curious about you. Knicks, Cavs. You got what you wanted. Yeah. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell series. Yep. Go at it. That'll be a lot of fun. Former Nets on that team. Oh, yes. It's easy to root for, right? Let's mm-hmm. go Cavs. It's simple. And the Nets take on the Sixers. That'd be great. We've got nothing to lose. Likely we'll get destroyed 100%. Bridges, but if, God forbid, Philly's own Mikael Bridges comes back and sticks it to, as you said, at that playoff dog, James Harden, and Joel Embiid, like his foot's starting to bother him. 
and we don't see him very much. And somehow the Nets could shock the world and win that series. I'm going to be honest with you, Keith. That's my NBA Finals. I just want a championship. <laughs> I'll take a title. Sign me up. How do we get there? Let's fast forward well, this. It's going to be rough for the Nets. <laughs> the Nets' upcoming schedule with the Celtics and the Bucks, and we play Denver, and I think we play them yes. in like a home and home or yeah. another. Like I don't even know. I looked at the scene. schedule recently, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be tough. It's a bad scene. That's why Nick fans, as you get said for tonight's game against the Celtics, we conceded. You're passing the Nets. Congratulations. I honestly would love to see the Knicks Nets play in the playoffs, like a series. It's not going to happen, but to me, for New York, that would be so amazing. Because let's be real, I mean, the Nets own the Knicks. Like I'll admit that. Like we could not beat you. Now it's more even. It would be fun. It would be there yeah. would be. No fan base. All the pressure would be on the Knicks to win that series. Let's be real. Yeah, I think that's what I have house money. I think, unfortunately, I I think differently now than I did a couple weeks ago. I think the likelihood of Knicks Nets in a play-in series is very unlikely because it would mean the Knicks would have to start struggling. It would mean Miami and Atlanta and Toronto would kind of have to get their heads out of their rear ends and they'd have to drop the seven eight. And obviously, the Knicks and Nets being at four five is also very unlikely unless Cleveland started collapsing. And as Keith pointed out, the Nets have a really difficult schedule. So and we play the Cavs in a home and home, but we yep. play the Nuggets. On, it's actually both at home. It's a series at home. Yeah, home and home. It's two. It's it's two games. It's a Tuesday yep. and a Thursday. Both you know Cavs at Nets, but we have to face Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets on Sunday, March twelfth, and then again on Sunday, March nineteenth, and that's not going to be fun. I'll say this: like as we're getting closer to all of this, it, it, it it's fun to not have the pressure of you know, oh, Katie and Kyrie have to be like. There is some upside to whatever they do. We're going to accept. Cool. But it's not going to be fun losing. It's not going to be fun, you know, trying to figure it out on the fly with, uh, you know, new players and Jacques Vaughn. And it is what it is. So for Knicks fans listening, congratulations to you. The Katie Kyrie era is over. You're supposed to, like, emerge from wherever you were. Like, I didn't understand, Evan, until I talked to some Knicks fans. I think because we were so excited about, KD, Kyrie, the clean sweep, June 30th, 2019, that we didn't realize how dejected some Knicks fans were. It was like, wait, these superstars were rumored to potentially be coming to New York. Never did they actually think both were going to be Nets, right, the right. second team. Well, And so now for it to end with no championships, seven playoff wins, there are a lot of Knicks fans that had a you know moment of like, wow, that's over, we won, and like we saw it through, and... You know, here we go. Now it's our time. We have the best player in well, New York. Think we about, have the better team in New York. Think about this. When the Nets signed KD and Kyrie, and obviously I was celebrating. We're all celebrating. We expected good things. That didn't happen. It was a dud. The Knicks' consolation prize was Julius Randle. Yeah, it's tough. And while he's had ups and downs, he's still here. To quote him, we here. Yeah. And they're not. Signed and uh, working through it. The good and the bad, right? There's we, been good, there's been bad. we talk about dysfunction, no right? The guys that we signed, the dysfunction that we had, Kyrie ends up blowing the whole thing up, and Kevin follows him right out the and door. And they're gone. And, and they're Ju- gone. And Done. Julius Randle, to his credit, as much as he was despised a year ago, Thumbs rightfully down. so, he's still here. Flipping MacBooks, telling the fans, shut the F up. No, no, I, it was all bad, but he's on the Knicks. And those guys are gone. They're going back to the playoffs again. What I could not have imagined on June 30th, 2019, driving to City Field for Mets Braves, was that Julius Randle would actually outlast 
Kevin Durant, yeah, and no. Kyrie Irving. I was in London. I wore my Vince Carter jersey. It was the Red Sox-Yankees-London series, and I brought my Vince Carter jersey. I remember jersey, that, yeah, yeah. Knowing that, like, the Nets could <laughs> potentially pull this off. And when they did, I'm like, let's go. Like, it's, it's lit for us. Like, we finally did what Luis Scola said. That's right. That's right. He when did they win, that. they'll get whoever they want. Like, we actually found superstars that chose us. And uh, that's over now. And the superstar route, the player empowerment route, I don't want to do it again. Build in the draft. And if you're going to sign some guys, sign some guys that are more stable, reliable. You know, No knock to Kevin Durant because I don't feel the same about him as I do with Kyrie. Kevin Durant is just, you know, he's fragile. And I hate to call a guy fragile because it sounds negative, but he's hurt every year. He came over here, he sat a year out. Then the next year was a hamstring. The last two years was sprained MCLs. And I literally look at these last two seasons as if KD was healthy, then Harden wouldn't have felt some type of way. I agree with that. If KD was healthy, Kyrie wouldn't have felt like he deserved his extension because he had to carry, right? The game against the Knicks, he didn't miss in the fourth quarter. He stood on that, like, look at what I've done. So with... With, I mean, with Kyrie and his random leaves of acts, like sign guys that you can count on, like Mikael Bridges, who had 365 consecutive. I games. know he's like an Iron Man. That is the type. <laughs> I, availability is the best ability. That that's the type of guy I want going forward for Brooklyn, and it fits the culture and the vibe and what they're trying to create over there more than having superstars. Either I don't homegrown know. superstars or no superstars. Sure. I don't know if Lugie's going to like this, but uh, I think the Knicks are going to win. I'm going to bet their money line tonight. Is that okay, or do you get angry out of that? No, I'm, I'm going to fade that. I'm not going to get angry at you, Ev. I think you're right. I think the line says the Knicks are going to win the game, obviously with no Brown. The thing that you know scares me, obviously the credit I give to the Celtics, they're the best team in the NBA, but they've also been unbelievable on the road, and the Knicks have struggled at the Garden. No, I get that. So I just that can part imagine. Worried. I love our radio station. I really do. It's a great place. Oh yeah. If the Knicks <laughs> win tonight. Oh my, the pom-poms are going to be out. It's going to be a tough day if you hate the Knicks tomorrow. It if they beat the Celtics, be, that's going to be a tough one. Like, we are going to hear the Celtics have no shot in the best of seven series. Giannis uh, and no Giannis, we're going to smoke those overrated bing bastards. Bong. The bing-bongs bing are going to be two. out. Side Talk NYC is already planning on being out there tonight. I'm sure. So if the Knicks <laughs> win tonight, I'm just warning everybody. Whether you're a Net fan, a Knicks fan, a Laker fan, or you hate the NBA, get ready for that. It's going to get crazy. All right, a couple more of your phone calls. Let's go to Joe, John in West Long Branch. Hello, John. Hey, guys. Great show tonight. Thank you. We appreciate it. Sure. I, I had to call because I'm hearing the stories about, uh, I guess, Lugie with his uh, son and the Eagles. Is that correct? That would be Big Mac, but yes, close oh, enough. Big Mac, I'm sorry, Big Mac. Yes. Uh, yeah. But I, I have the same situation. My, uh, I'm a season ticket holder for the Giants. My dad passes on to me, and he went to Yankee Stadium and all that. And, and so uh, here I thought that I would have a uh, <laughs> Giants son, and he's a Cowboy fan. Uh, How old is he? He's, he's six. So he's, he's not re- he's really, I don't know if he is a Cowboy fan, but. <laughs> That's around the time you choose. Who I root for. He roots for the other team. Like, who are you rooting for the game? Uh, the team in red. Oh, I'm going to root for the team in blue then. You know? And, John, that's John. Exactly, I, that's literally exactly well, what I Well, but John and Big Mac, I have good I, news for you. And I've never revealed this, but I'm going to reveal it for John. I'm going to re- reveal it for Big Mac because it's really important. All right? I want to make you feel better. And, God, this is very tough to admit. There was a period of time. Very, oh. very, very briefly. Okay. When I was five or six. In which I was. Oh, I being... thought you were going to say your kid, Jet, went against you and you, like, no. fought through that. No, 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 no. Jet has been all Mets, all Nets, all Jets, all <laughs> Islanders. Yeah. He did fall in love with the Rangers briefly when they were on a playoff run. No big deal, went away. 
There was a time, fellas, in which I may have rebelled against my dad. And ever so briefly, ever so briefly, this this big, tiny, may have rooted for the Yankees. What? Yeah, very briefly. Very, Has this very ever briefly. been said on WFAN? I've never heard you admit this. No, I had to admit it because I heard what John said wow. about his son and I heard what you said about your son. Yeah. And I just want to calm you down because would you admit I'm a pretty big Met fan? I would say so. You would yes. say so, right? Yes. Seems like you never went Yankees. Never. Well, it was, it was like a week. Okay, so let's calm down when over was there. This? <laughs> I would say I was about six years. It was, I was six years old, maybe yeah. 89, 90. Okay. I was very, very young. And it was very, very brief. And uh, according to my sources, my parents, it was like a week. It was like 10 days. Just wanted to try it on, see how the pinstripes felt. Tried yeah. it on. Didn't Steve Cohen do the same thing, too? Was he a Yankee fan? <laughs> yeah, big Mac. Yeah. You guys have that in common. Listen, more things. I'm trying to make you feel better that I turned out to be a pretty big Met fan. I think you'd agree. You did, yes. That you should not worry. I should not put, all, I should not put so much emphasis on this. Early rebellion stage. Yeah, it's just rebellious. Can grow I, out yeah. of it. Yeah, he wants to be on opposite. He wants me to be upset and him to win. That's what he wants. Yeah, I think I thought yeah, for a few he, days it'd he be wants fun. Me to go, Aw, that's it. But at least yeah. he's interested, right? That's what that's, I'm worried yeah, about. My, I'm I like my, my kid might not. I'm so wild into sports every day, focused on it, played sports, watch all the sports. My kid might see me glued to the TV and be like, "Ill, I don't want to do." Anything. I mean, it could happen. Like, no, no, I don't care. So at least like if they care about watching. If they pick the other side, they can grow out of it. Like John that just called, he said his son's six. I asked because like I picked the Cowboys. They scored 52 points in a Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl I remember. That's what convinced you? After that Super Bowl, yeah. And they were everywhere. They were pop culture. They were Americana. You saw them everywhere. I get the New Yorker rooting for the Cowboys because they've been like our third local team for a long time. I remember in high school. Um, so that was 98, 99, as they're turning the other way. Dude, I thought there were more Cowboy fans than Jet fans, which makes no sense considering the Jets were turning back in the right direction. And I grew up on Long Island, but Cowboy fans were everywhere. And some of it was because of what you mentioned, but part of it was their fathers were Cowboy fans because of the 70s. Yeah. And they just sometimes it lines up it like that. Yeah. I picked on my own, but uh, they won the Super Bowl in '96. I'm in the second grade. Mm. I guessed. I guessed the score in my second grade class. I didn't get the exact score, but I guessed close enough that I won this big jar of jelly beans. <laughs> so I'm known around school as a Cowboys fan who picked the score correctly or the closest score correctly and won the jelly beans. Now I'm a Cowboys fan for the rest of time. There was never a part of you at any moment who said, boy, that green looks good. I should be a Jet fan. It's an easy transition. Why would you conference. start with the Jets? <laughs> Well, 1998, there was, nothing, there was nothing to lure me to that side besides the fact that I'm from Jersey and I've grown up with Jets fans. If anything, it would have been the Giants. Watching the Giants win Super Bowls, I have a friend, my friend Eric, he, he questioned me because I his you know I made him a Cowboys fan because he saw me. He was my next-door neighbor. We're Dallas fans. I'm wearing a Dallas starter jacket. He gets one. And then we watch them go on to go to the Super Bowl in 2000, lose it, but then win it in 2007, 2011 when we're younger. And it's like, man, did we make the wrong decision? <laughs> I said, no, we didn't make the right – or we didn't make the wrong decision. They just made the right decision being from the area and going with their team. But, like, we had our time when we were little, little kids. It'll come back around. Stay down till you come up. When the Cowboys win another Super Bowl, I don't know when it's going to be. Like I said, Jerry Jones, I don't think he deserves to win one. He – Made some kind of deal with the devil where they're just not going to. Shout out to John's kid who's six. Like, 
your son became a fan of Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> yeah, <that happened>. uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I was rooting for Hall of Famers. That's why I became. But no, you stay down till you come up. The Giants, uh, my brother was a Giants fan. There are pictures of me in a Giants jacket because I couldn't choose yet. But when I was old enough to choose, like kindergarten, first grade, that's when other kids come into play. You're you're in school with other kids. What what team do you like? Yeah, Who are you yeah, a fan of? Yeah. You got to kind of pledge allegiance at that, that. Did you notice what I noticed? Were there more Cowboy fans in your school than Jet fans? Because I noticed that on Long Island. I, I still can't believe it. There were a ton of, there were, you know what I'll say? There were a ton of Giants jerseys, but when I came up, it was 49ers or Cowboys. Oh, yeah, because they were in the NFC title game every year. 49ers or Cowboys. Yeah. And I still have friends like right now that were you know the Cowboys played the Niners in the in the playoffs back-to-back years I I respect you know Paul Rosenberg who you work with at nights was a front-running bull fan Mm -hmm. and he never left and he never and I I do respect that I mean if you're gonna be a front-runner but then stick with that team as things go bad and things haven't been great for the Bulls over two decades they haven't been back to an NBA finals I respect that I can respect it I said to you that night when we were looking at Barclays Center and there were some some red jerseys and stuff in there I'm like these aren't Zach Levine fans these <laughs> no. are Michael Jordan fans and, and shout out to uh Triple V you know I, I saw a viral video about you know women selecting what man they're gonna be with and they say hey if you're a guy that's loyal to a team that has never won something like that's gonna be a good husband he's, he's gonna be loyal right. to you oh so yes we gotta find uh Vincent von Vincent a wife and lead with the fact that he's been rooting for the Bulls all of these years I agree that's what you should say and remember <laughs> if you don't know Paul Rosenberg if you've never heard Paul Rosenberg he's also a Mets fan here's a little attribute for any uh lady listening about Paul Rosenberg You'll never know that. Big Mac, you don't have it queued up. Well, dead air would have been fitting because half his show is that. So Bing bong. Right. Before we get to a little description of Paul Rosenberg, we are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Here's a little, uh, some attributes about Paul Rosenberg. I'm not stupid. I'm fair and objective. Funny and informative. Paul Rosenberg. That's what I am. That's a dating Straight profile. Straight off the right dating there. profile, yes. <laughs> the, the Odyssey Lottery recap is presented by Jack Pocket. Powerball is now 131 million. Mega Millions is now 145 million. Play Powerball and Mega Millions on your phone using the Jack Pocket app. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem and wants help, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Whether you're a picky eater or getting together with friends, Grubhub makes it easy to find and order exactly what you want. Grubhub categorizes cuisines with easy labels to help you figure out what you're in the mood for. So choose from your favorites, the little gems waiting to be discovered. And when you sign up for Grubhub Plus, get zero delivery fees and donation matching at checkout. Terms and additional fees apply on orders. Grubhub makes life better with takeout. Download the Grubhub app today. Keith, I appreciate it, man, and congratulations. If you didn't hear, Keith is expecting his first baby, a son, in like over a month. So congrats to you and your wife. Boy, Dad, I'm blessed. I feel like I won, and uh, I'll have to step out for a little bit when the season starts, but it's okay. I'll be back. I don't know how long I'm going to be out or whatever, and uh, I'm looking forward to fatherhood and, uh, you know, talking to you guys more. I hear you guys always talking about, you know, You've got two sons. Big Mac has two sons. Craig has three sons. So, you know, we're adding another, uh, you know, son to the uh, roster, and I'm excited about it. Um, Thank you for having me on today. It felt great to be called up. I'm I'm excited about going to sleep at a regular hour. (laughs) I, I love the night. I love getting the opportunity to rock for five hours straight. But there's definitely something about this daytime. I, you know, I took the train in today. I'm Not looking, bad, at, right? looking at the city <laughs> with with people moving around, and I'm like, oh, this is what people do. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, during the day. So, I mean, I'll be back on uh, after the Nets games the next two nights, and then 
I think I have one five-hour show. We'll keep it rolling. But thanks to Tommy, C-Mac, and obviously Evan and Craig for uh, having me fill in today. And Spike and Chris and whoever else made the decision. It was a lot of fun. Well, we appreciate it, man. Keith McPherson, check him out tomorrow after the Nets game. We got a bridge show coming up with uh, Big Mac. Big Mac. Big Mac gives you bridge. And then who's on for Keith then? Sal Licata. Let's go, Sal. My guy Sal Licata then for a big five-hour show. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great evening, everybody. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.